management, leadership. If you're all about that, I know that you're ready for the leaderish podcast. Ay, change your mindset because it is vital. Remembering that leader is not all about a title. It's about helping others level up, get their best. Talking about the skills, time to focus, time to represent. Hey, Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the leaderish podcast. Hey, let's go. The Leaderish Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Leaderish Podcast. It's your host, Dr. Brandy. And oh my gosh, it is the end of the season. It's the end of this. Guess what? It's not the end of the season, though, because I'm in charge. So I can't, I can't end on this note. We have so much more to talk about. And so this is what I want um, you know, to say to you guys. If this is your first time listening to the Leader-ish podcast, my goal is to help you make sure that you're a must-have, not a nice-to-have at work. If you're a must-have, you will be able to weather the storm in this volatile workplace, this environment with automation and with so many other global forces that are, you know, out there compromising our workplace and workforce. I want to make sure that you have a leg up against the competition. I mean, it's pretty simple. And I believe that leadership is one of the only ways you're going to be able to do that. The other thing is, you know, I believe that we're in a leadership crisis right now and leadership is the great equalizer, not education. It's what you do with the education It's how you use that to incorporate it into who you are that will ultimately make the difference for your professional success. We do not need any more followers. I believe that. When you activate your leadership, you will see all areas of your life improve immensely. And so that brings us to um, episode eight. Remember, you can text me directly at 215-608-5687, 215-608-5687 if you have any questions or anything. And if this is your first episode, go back to episode one. And listen to this season in order because there there was a method to the madness of how I kind of put together this season. So I recommend that you just log off now, go back to episode one um, and, and really listen to these or watch them in a sequential order. Now, that being said, um, you know, I really want to talk about the title for today's episode, which is get ready for the biggest reset of your life. When you are activating your leadership and you are being bold and brave and setting boundaries, things that I mentioned in some of these other episodes, it's going to require you to make a reset. Like some of you are going to want to put your pinky toe into the deep end of the pool. You're going to you're going to want to do that. Take that approach. But I am going to argue that you're going to need to jump into the deep end. You're going to have to jump into the deep end for this. It's easier that way. It's easier to do a reset because you can recalibrate everything all at once. And so that leadership reset really means that, you know, you're going to have to show up differently. You're going to have to forsake the way that things have always been. I like to say surrender what things are and what you are for what you could become. That's the biggest lesson that I've learned in my life, even personally. Surrender who you are for what you could become. And it is scary getting rid of who you are. It is scary surrendering everything that you know about yourself, everything that you know to be true about yourself and thinking in your mind, could this be different? Could I be different? Could I break out? 
out of this box that I put myself in or that I've allowed others to put me in? Is there a way that um, I can reimagine my existence in my life? Guys, you know, I'm so grateful and thankful when I wake up. Right. And so I thank the Lord for waking me up every single day. If you know me, you know, I am a woman of faith. But at the end of the day, every single day that we wake up is one less day that we're here on this earth is one less opportunity that you have. It's one more opportunity, but it's one less opportunity that you have to live this life. And so why not just think a little bigger? Why not imagine what your life could be if you would just let go, surrender who you are and accept a new truth about, about, you know, the future of your life. And so let's talk really quickly about a reset. What is a reset? You guys know I love definitions, so let's break it down. So I looked up the definition of a reset and a reset means to move back to an original place or position to move back to an original place or position. Now, I'm going to add this kind of extra subscript to this, which is I don't even know if that was the right word to use right there, but it just felt right. But I'm going to add this um, little annotation Would it would be an annotation. To that and say it's to move back to an original place or position, especially when there's a glitch, especially when there's an issue. We all have heard it before. We've heard pastors and we've heard speakers use the analogy of resetting your phone when you reset your phone. You know, sometimes you have to do a master reset and all, you know, right? But the idea is that you don't need to do a reset for reset's sake, right? You should be doing a reset. Because there's an issue, because there's a glitch, because there's an imbalance, because there's something that is not working effectively or efficiently, that's really why you do that reset. And so when we talk about taking it back to the original place, we're not talking about taking you back to your original place, okay? Because your original place and your original position may be more dysfunctional than you are even today, right? And so we want to think about that reset being taking you back to really the pure essence of what it means to be a leader, what it means to have a leadership spirit, what it means to have a leadership character, what it means to be bold, to be brave, to set boundaries. Let me tell you, babies, toddlers are really great with boldness, bravery and boundaries. Are you kidding me? They ask for what they want. They are unapologetic about it. They are brave. My little nieces, not nieces and nephews, my little cousins, when they were three, four, five years old, they will jump into the 10 foot of the pool and be like, I hope y'all going to rescue me. And just ah! they would like just jump like, ah! And jump in. And I'm like, first of all, they have no life vest on. Okay. Talk about bravery. But they they were so excited about the possibility, about the fun. They didn't care about the rules. They didn't care about I need to have a life jacket on or or announce to anybody or ask anybody, can I jump in? They were like, I see water. Jump. And we were there to rescue them and snatch them out and be like, what are you doing? Right? We were there. But it's funny how kids have a boldness and a bravery that we don't even have as adults. And kids will set boundaries, okay? When's the last time you've seen a three or four-year-old snatch something from someone and say, no, that's mine. That's mine. That's a boundary. That's a boundary, technically. And so we need to kind of go back to that childlike faith, that childlike um, idea of what it means to show up in this world without having the burdens that others put on us be at play there. And so I'm really, you know, encouraging you all to embrace the reset. 
Oh, my gosh. And I love this, though. I was one of those people that, like, when I graduated from high school, for example, I loved the fact that I would be able to go to a new school, go to college, start fresh. I changed my identity up a little bit. I took some of those things that were not great about myself and threw them away and shoot show. I allowed myself to show up in a better way. And, and it was great. I loved it. I got another chance. I got a second chance. Now, here's the thing. What makes the reset challenging potentially is that we worry about what other people think about us a little bit too much. We're worried about how they're going to perceive us and what they're going to say and how we're going to come across. And I was, wasn't acting like this last month. And But guess what? Other people's opinions of you is none of your business. Lisa Nichols says that. So Google that before someone says she took that. That was not hers. That's someone else's quote. And I don't even know if that's her original quote or what. But yo. Don't worry about what other people say about, yes, I just said yo. Yes, I have a PhD. I'm still allowed to say yo. Okay, I was able to do that. Thank you. (laughs) But it's one of those things where you really have to think about the the barriers that are in place psychologically. Um, Most of the time, it's not anything physical that will stop you from having that reset, from allowing yourself to surrender who you are for what you, you can become. Now, here are some things that you may notice in your reset. Number one, It's going to happen in three different areas. You're going to have a psychological reset, an emotional, social, or we would call socio-emotional reset, and maybe even physical. When you really begin to lead your life and be in alignment in all areas of your life, all aspects and domains of your life, we were talking about finances, we were talking about health, we were talking about family relationships, work relationships, work performance. We've been talking about it all this season. When you're able to do that, you're going to notice that you need to um, support that reset, sustain that reset by doing specific things, right? And so psychologically, your mind, how you're thinking, that influences your behavior. What you're going to have to do is start reading different types of books, right? Or listening to audiobooks or whatever it is that you do. If you're into certain magazines, if you're into certain publications, articles, blogs, just reading, right? What you read, you're going to have to be very purposeful with that. Okay. The other thing is um, what you listen to music, for example, you may have to adjust your music, right? So I'm giving you the tools that when you're getting ready for the reset, when you're ready to actually move forward, it's not just you showing up with these new leadership behaviors and leadership actions. It's actually you creating these opportunities in your entire, in the entirety of who you are and in your life and lifestyle that really is going to sustain that reset, support and sustain that reset. And so think about what you are, what right now you need to change in terms of what you're reading. Think about right now what you need to change in terms of what music you are. Because some music is toxic. Some music is negative. You know, music really controls our emotions. There's some music that makes me just want to cry. It just makes me want to weep. There's some music that makes me want to just, um, you know, take over the world. There's, there's some music that gets, gets me angry in an angry mood. You know, I'm just like, why am I feeling so aggressive right now? Why am I feeling so angry right now? And so be mindful of the music, the things you listen, listen to also in terms of who are you listening to? Think about spiritually, You know, for those of you that have a spiritual lifestyle, what are some of the values and precepts and and things that that you are listening to or that you maybe need to plug into to help you sustain your new level of change? Because when you're thinking differently, when you're showing up differently, you, you sometimes can be met with more resistance because the majority of the world is followers. The majority of the world does not value true leadership. The majority of the world does not value accountability. And so you may find some resistance. So what do you need to from a spiritual 
spiritual lens, what do you need to be able to support you, to keep you confident, to help you stay focused so that you are not feeling um, bad, you know, you're, you're not feeling um, torn down because it's tough. It's tough and challenging mentally so that you can keep your resiliency. So think about spiritually and also counseling and therapy. When you think about that psychological domain, counseling and therapy is very important. OK, and so think about that. The next thing is going to be the socio-emotional lens. So let's think about your friends and your family members, right? So you can't just show up in a, I'm a, in a new way and I'm a new leader. This Guess what? Just because you change, everyone else will not necessarily change too. They don't have to change. Don't even be frustrated that they don't get it. You're on your personal development and professional development journey and they literally are like, really? You're, you're doing the most. Or they remind you of your former story. You're trying to surrender who you are for what you could become because Dr. Brandy mentioned that on, that's an amazing quote. It's not my own original quote, but because I mentioned that on the podcast and they're looking at you like, you know, you're always going to be this. You're always going to be that or whatever. And they remind you of how you've been and who you've been before. The other thing is, um, so you have to do an audit on your friends and family. Do I recommend that you just throw people away? No, absolutely not. But you do need to put them in their rightful place in your life. Your networks, you know, think about the time that you spend socializing or networking. Who is it with? What type of group? You know, there's a lot of mean girl groups. There are a lot of um, uh, male, you know, groups. They, they, they get together, but they're really competitive. They're really backbiters. They're really haters, right? But they still somehow kind of hang together or connect. There's some organizations that take on the personality of a kind of a competitive association or even fraternities or sororities can get real dysfunctional at times, right? So again, no judgment, but you need to be mindful of the networks that you're spending your time in, where you're spending your time, um, and, and making sure that the people around you are have that same mindset. I think I used the term equally yoked in, in one of these episodes, and I was just talking high level about this idea that you want to be on the same um, wavelength as others. Um, and, and it's important, it's important to do to, to be mindful of, of your networks, and also how you spend your time, okay, how you spend those other aspects of your time, even by yourself. Um, think about your physical, also your health, health is not only about it's, it's definitely a lot, you know, about food and what you consume uh, into your body. But think about your mental health, think about your physical health, think about exercising, think about food, think about stretching, think about massage therapy, think about those those things that you can do to alleviate your stresses. When you're a leader, your stress doesn't go away, you just manage it better, you don't manage it as dysfunctionally as you used to. Okay, uh, when you're a leader and you're activating your leadership, conflict doesn't go away. Conflict usually hits your doorstep more often than not. But you just manage it better. You're more poised. You're not as scared. You're not as nervous. You're being more you're being bolder. You're being braver. Okay. And so when you think about this reset, what I'm doing right now is just I want you to understand some of these areas and some of the ways in which you're going to expect to see a difference. You cannot activate your leadership and become a better leader. And we didn't even really touch the surface like we didn't in terms of really leadership, what that looks like day in and day out in specific contexts. For the Q&A, I'm sure that um, I'll be able to address some of your specific questions. But even for season two, we're really going to get into specific areas in your workplace, in your job, those scenarios. But see, some of you want tips and tricks for for these kind of scenarios. And how do I give feedback here? And how do I talk to my manager this? And how do I talk to my boss that? And how do I get my team for buy in from my team? And how do I do all of that when you don't have the foundations that are required? 
a couple episodes ago, we talked about leadership skills versus leadership spirit, being a leader versus trying to do leadership. There's a difference there. And so I just want to prepare you for those of you um, who haven't already got my book, Put in Work, Gain Respect, Influence Others and Get Results as a New Leader. You have to get the book. It goes into more detail. It's a prerequisite. And we're actually I'm thinking about it whenever you're listening um, to this. Go to drbrandy.com because I'm thinking about um, not a book club. Book club is not really what it is, but really a leadership development um, advisory group that of, of starting that that can really help you all. Um, and the book will be the basis for that, but that can really talk through some of those specific scenarios and specific things, right? Um, that will help you day in and day out. But you have to have the foundations. You have to have some of the foundational principles. Um, you, you can't do without it. And so what I want to do is prepare for you the psychological domain that we were talking about, which is what are you consuming for your mind, the spiritual, the music, the therapy, the counseling, the books, what you're reading, all of that, that needs to change. Make that plan now. Do that personal audit and decide to not listen to that radio station anymore. Decide not to watch that show anymore because the topics on that show are really just not serving you very well. Uh, you may have to stop listening to certain podcasts or stop following certain people on social media. You know, um, our reality is what we make it. And so one of the most powerful things that happened in my life was I decided when I decided to curate my LinkedIn feed and curate my Instagram feed and curate my Twitter feed and choose not to follow certain people anymore and choose not to watch the news anymore and choose that I realized that I'm living in a totally different world than other people are living in. Other people are living in a world where as soon as they wake up in the morning, they have anxiety because they turn on the quote unquote news, which is supposed to be a reputable, incredible news news source for information they turn that on and then they they're nervous about the weather they're nervous about the um they're nervous about the traffic they're nervous about the the deaths and they're nervous about the the international news and they sit and you eat that every morning you consume that every single morning and then you go to work and you go to work with that nervous energy and you're overwhelmed and you stayed up late last night because you have you you're disciplined in the things that don't serve you right I don't believe that that some people's issue is that they lack discipline. I believe that we all are disciplined just in different things. I'm just disciplined in things that serve me and serve my family and serve my community and serve the greater world at large. You're disciplined in things that don't serve you. You're disciplined in eating unhealthy foods. You're disciplined in staying up late and scrolling on Instagram instead of actually honoring your body and allowing your body to recharge and getting rest. You are disciplined at... Um, putting your job before your children. You're very disciplined at um, um, not keeping your word. You're disciplined, right? At all of those things that are not serving you or anyone else around you. The greatest benefit of being a leader is that once I'm a leader and I'm able to carry a heavier burden and I'm able to manage it with ease and I have space and room to help others. It's so selfish when we don't get our acts together because you spend your entire life not getting your act together, which means you limit your opportunities to help anybody else around you. And so when we're talking about this reset, we talked about engineering your environment and the control and power that you have over your environment, your environments. It's not just at your home. It's at your work. It's in your workspace. It's in your personal being. You have control over that. And so what I want you to do is be proactive 
And I mentioned this in, um, I think, the, the How to Activate Your Leadership episode where I said activating your leadership is less about activating anything and more about releasing the non-leadership characteristics that you already have. Release those things and you're going to leave room and leave space to have a more honorable lifestyle and a life. So what I'm, I'm telling you is it's time to audit these aspects of your life, psychological, socio-emotional, who are you hanging around? Who's hanging around you? Why are they there? Are your relationships mutually beneficial? Are they reciprocal? Are people reciprocating the same things that you do for them? How are you spending your time? Do you have a nice balance there? What about your self-care? Are you honoring your body? Are you honoring your, your mind and also physical, you know, your health? What are some things you need to go in your pantry right now and just throw it out? I heard something that, that a um, doctor said, and he said, you know, what we're calling food isn't food. It's food like substances. He said a food, he said, just because you can chew it and swallow, it doesn't mean it's food. When you look at what the ingredients are, I mean, if I ate a cardboard cardboard box right now, I could, I could digest a cardboard box. If I decided to eat some plastic, I could effectively chew and swallow plastic and it will go through my digestive system and come out the other end. Does that mean it, it's food? Does that mean that it has any nutrients? Does that mean that it has any vitamins or anything? Not at all. And so there are some of you that need to go into your pantry and throw it out. Throw it out. You need to go into your refrigerator because just because it's purple doesn't mean it actually has any grapes in it. Just because it's, it, especially if it's a nigga, this is no judgment, right? This is no judgment at all, right? Because we, but I believe in everything in moderation. And there are issues that our children have that are researched and proven as a result of mental health illnesses, as a result of food, as a result of sugar. As a result of the dyes in our in our foods, I found out that my children are allergic to certain dyes and that cuts out a lot of candy, a lot of icy pops and a lot of all of these other things. And I'm so grateful and thankful, not that they have allergies. I would never wish for anyone to have any physical ailment or allergies, but that has helped us be disciplined with making sure that they don't consume things they're not supposed to consume. And then the rest of the household, we follow suit there. And so you have to really be mindful of, you know, what's controlling you and what are you controlling? What's leading you and what are you able to lead on your own? It really makes a difference in the quality of life that we have. In any area of your life that you just can't seem to push through, you need help. Right. You need help. You need support. You need a community to help you. And there's really an issue there. I'm not saying that it's your fault, but if you just are a workaholic because a workaholic and having a good work ethic is two different things. I say it multiple times. Two different things. Some of you think that you have great work ethic. You're a hard worker. No, you're a workaholic. It's an addiction. No judgment. But if you can't turn the TV off, if you can't turn your social media off for, for two days, if you can't find any time to clear your schedule to spend time with your children, if you just can't not work 60 hours a week. If you just can't, you just can't bring yourself to do it. That's a problem. That's a problem. It's not about stair-stepping your way backwards. Let me stair-step my way backwards and try. Let me just slowly, uh, you got to do this thing cold turkey. You got to do this thing cold turkey. Just make a decision. Just decide. And here's the thing. The difference between the leader who's going to be a must-have 
who's going to have more opportunities to in the workforce for promotions, for more responsibility, for more money, for that person. The difference between you, their success and your potential success is they actually were able to do the things that you aren't able to do or aren't willing to do. And so I'm really taking time. I want to encourage you. I want to motivate you. But I, I, you got to let this thing sink in. You have to let this thing sink in, guys. Because our country is in trouble. Our world is in trouble. Our world is in trouble. Integrity is gone. In most of our high-level spaces and companies, integrity is gone. People are narcissists. People are egotistical. People are so insecure so, so pressed for some shine, for a paycheck, for the limelight, for whatever they, they'll sell their soul just to get some attention. They're so empty. They're the walking dead. Literally. They're followers and we want to be like them. And they're the ones leading our, our institutions, our educational institutions and so on and so forth. Really? It's sad. And if we don't have people like you who are willing to step up. Here's the thing. When you step up as a leader, you're going to attract game recognizes game. Y'all you're going to attract people around you in a network of other leaders. I promise you, you're going to do that. You're absolutely going to do that. I promise you. So don't be worried right now. You may seem like you're on your own Island and the people around you when your organization is not leadership minded and blah, 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 blah. I get it. But I promise you we're out here. We are out here and, and, and real leaders are looking for other real leaders for their companies, for their corporations, but you're not stepping up. So you won't find the right opportunities for you because you're not putting yourself out there. You're not taking things to the, to the next level. And so the purpose of this episode is just a warning, a war- a friendly little warning that you got to be ready, be ready for and get ready for the biggest reset of your life. And when you cross over, when you do the reset and when you're acting, when you're behaving boldly, when you're getting brave, when you're setting boundaries, when you are doing those things that really will help you have that breakthrough. Oh my gosh. It's amazing. It's, it's a freeing feeling. It is. All right, guys, technically, this is the end of season one, but I think I may have to drop one or two Q&A episodes. Wow, it went by so fast. Please connect with me, reach out. Of course, you can join my text advising club. I mean, I don't know what I'm calling it. I just kind of make up a new name every time, but you can text me 215-608-5687. We use an amazing app called the Community App, and it helps me to stay connected with you all and just stay engaged. Um, So make sure that you do that. And you can go online, drbrandy.com, D-O-C-T-O-R-B-R-A-N-D-I.com. And until then... I'll talk to you guys later. Stay safe. Bye. Hey, Dr. Brandy, break it down just like that. Time to tune in to the Leaderish Podcast. Hey, let's go. The Leaderish Podcast.